Merry Christmas. I'm so happy to be with you this morning. Um, our long-awaited Savior is born in the most humble but ordinary of circumstances. Mary gave birth, wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger. What? No proper bed. Because there was no room in any house, lodging was desperately unattainable. Most of us have some idea of the stories of our births. These are handed to us by our parents or family members. My mother told me the circumstances regarding her birth as told to her by her maternal grandmother, Lucy. There were several things of note. Mom was born on Friday the 13th, which was problematic for my great-grandmother. She was not one to be superstitious. Nevertheless, this sign of bad luck was not seen as helpful for this newborn baby. Another thing, there was no money. Mom was born in Depression-era Atlanta, Georgia. Of course, no one had much. My grandfather was working, but his income only went so far. Though my grandmother was a nurse, there was no working for her in those days past six months of pregnancy, unlike today as women work until the bitter end. <laughs> These things, other things were different too. Uh, there was no adorned room with no matchy-matchy anything for the baby. In fact, there was no nursery. There was no crib. My mother spent her first few weeks wrapped up in a blanket and placed in an emptied-out dresser drawer. In the 1930s, medical insurance did not enter into the question for paying bills. I don't know how my grandparents paid the hospital, but I do know that the doctor was paid. See, my grandfather, who I called Pop-Pop, raised well-bred pointers to hunt dove and quail. As payment, the doctor was given the pick of the litter of seven pups of my grandfather's dog. He had, who he, he, her name was Pam. Like our family stories of note, I think that we are fam fairly familiar with Luke's passage. The first seven verses feel rather ordinary. The purpose of the trip for Joseph and Mary is accomplished. They arrived in Bethlehem for registration in obedience to the state. Then Mary has her baby. <laughs> After the pain and discomfort of childbirth, the scene is quiet. One can feel the contented happiness and joy with the appearance of a healthy, ordinary baby, a little baby boy wrapped all cozy in his mother's arms. I can only imagine that Jesus' earthly father, Joseph, is relieved that Mary and the baby are well and safe. We can behold that tender image for a moment and let the love warm our hearts for this precious child given to us in grace. This little baby boy is far from ordinary. He is our Messiah, our Christ, our Prince of Peace, our wonderful Counselor, the one we and all of creation has been waiting for to make creation right as God intended. Jesus is our gift of grace in the flesh to accept, though we are entirely undeserving. And the only response at this moment is to be like Mary and to behold and ponder with love the meaning of Emmanuel, the meaning of God with us. God who has the power to do unimaginable mighty things, 
creating everything from the cosmos to tiny atoms chose to love us with a little tiny baby through Mary's faith and trust in and obedience to God. And we are recipients of that love. And because of Joseph's faithfulness and trust and obedience, Mary and the infant Jesus are protected and provided for so that the naked and dependent infant of God will live. Jesus, helpless and utterly vulnerable, comes into this world dependent upon us. God does not keep the birth of his son a secret to be revealed in some unknown time. God is transparent to us through his angel. With the whole supporting cast of the heavenly host, God makes his announcement to the lowliest of the world, the shepherds. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. And the angel tells them how they will know, describing the scene perfectly. We likely have heard this nativity story every Christmas of our lives. And similar to the Eucharist, which we celebrate every week, it is an act of the recreation of the holy time when in the past. God brings us each year to this moment. He appeared to us in human form as one of us. We have the opportunity to experience this event again and again, over and over, to go deeper into the meaning of the words, Son of God, Christ child, Messiah, Emmanuel, to sing the Christmas hymns with angels that sing out joy to the world and glory to the newborn king. Each year is in this moment, we are moved to a greater understanding that God had a plan to save us from the start, and that plan is a tiny baby boy. We can naturally respond well because God seeks us and loves us, first as an entirely human, in an entirely human way, a way which we have all experienced through our own births. Now our response is to allow this moment to tenderly transform us further and to respond to the gift of the Messiah with grace and with gladness. Through this baby Jesus, we have been given the priceless gift of hope that the chaos created from sin and selfishness will be reversed by God's love and justice and mercy. Now the whole of creation has waited for him, and now angels and shepherds, and we celebrate.